Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and today I have a special devotional that is called Just That Quick, Israel. The world news just keeps coming back to Israel again and again and again. How is that? God is the nation builder, and he promised Abraham in Genesis 12, 2, that he would make from him a great nation. Israel is such a tiny nation, but yet such a mighty nation in terms of attention on the world stage. How is that? The history of the world from Genesis 12 on revolves around God's program for his people Israel. The other nations of the world prophetically take their place largely in relationship to Israel. The nation of Israel is God's centerpiece nation. The reason Israel commands the attention of the world is bigger than them. The reason is because of the God of Israel, who is the God of the Bible. Spiritual warfare defines the realities surrounding Israel. Compare Revelation 12. God loves Israel and has attached his very name and credibility to what he has prophesied about her. The devil is the God of this age, and he is doing everything he can to thwart God's plan for Israel. Thus, a tremendous clash in the spiritual arena is continually going on behind the scenes in relationship to Israel. Compare Daniel 9. God is sovereign, but he promotes, prevents, and permits things under that umbrella. God certainly has a last day's plan for Israel, in which Israel will be front and center in terms of the climactic time in history that will usher, ultimately usher in the kingdom of our Lord. Most so-called Bible scholars get Israel wrong. So many have an appalling theology that says God is done with Israel. Well, if God is done with Israel, then he has lost all credibility. But he's not done with Israel. God's very name, Yahweh, his most sacred name, is eternally tied with his covenant relationship with Israel. See Exodus 3 and Exodus 6. The talk right now is that Israel is in a fight for her very existence. Well, Israel's not going anywhere because the God of Israel is not going anywhere. Jeremiah 31, 35 through 37 reads like this. Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for a light by day, the ordinances of the moon and the stars for a light by night, who disturbs the sea and its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If those ordinances depart from before me, says the Lord, Yahweh, then the seed of Israel shall also cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus says the Lord, if heaven can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out beneath, I will also cast off all the seed of Israel for all they have done, says the Lord. Here we have the definitive statement from God on Israel's existence. God has fixed the sun, moon, and stars. It is God who sovereignly controls the sea and its waves. He is the mighty God, the God of the armies of heaven. He controls the power center of the universe as the Lord of hosts. That is his name, 
That is who he is. God says if these fixed ordinances in nature can be stopped, then Israel may also cease from being a nation. Many through the centuries have tried to eliminate the nation of Israel, and the, the goal is alive and well today. But God's statement in effect says this is impossible. Who can thwart the course of the sun, moon, and stars? Who can alter the sea waves? No one. God is painting a picture of that which is impossible. It is impossible to alter the course of nature, and it is impossible that Israel be eliminated as a nation. Randall Price writes, It should be noted that in this verse, verse 36, in the original text, Hebrew, the promise is made to preserve them not merely as a people, but as a nation. While it would be a phenomenon of history that the Jew might survive, it's an incredible miracle that they survived intact as a nation, end quote. It's impossible to measure out the heavens of the universe and the earth cannot be fully searched out beneath. Likewise, it is impossible for God to cast away Israel despite all the evil that she has done. You see, this story about Israel is not so much about Israel as it is about God. Israel's great unfaithfulness only serves to showcase God's great faithfulness. Faithfulness defines God. This defines his name. It defines his new covenant promises. Jeremiah 31. Right now, God is putting the finishing touches on building his church. And when the church is completed, Christ has promised to take her out of the world. Then God will complete and finish his program with Israel. In the meantime, he is preserving Israel, and we see God setting the stage for the finale of end-time events in which Israel will be front and center. Signs are not church-oriented, but rather are Israel-oriented. The church began suddenly and signlessly, and it will be completed in the same fashion. In contrast, God's program for Israel consistently has dated signposts. No one knows the day nor the hour when the Lord will come. Therefore, we are exhorted to live ready. Clearly, the prophetic scriptures revolve around Israel as the central prophetic player in the end. The prophet Ezekiel spoke of the latter years and the latter days, Ezekiel 38, when Israel would be back in the land of promise. And then a great war, the war of Gog and Magog, will break out as seen in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Interestingly enough, both Russia and Iran are depicted as major players in this last day's assault on Israel. Zechariah the prophet spoke of the coming day of the Lord in which all the nations of the world will come against Jerusalem. Joel spoke of God's last day's judgment on the world for what they have done to his people and to his land, Joel 3.2. This is personal with God. Daniel 9.24-27 gives a prophetic overview of God's special dealings with Israel. There he predicted exactly 483 years from the command to rebuild Jerusalem, Nehemiah 2, 1-8, until, quote, until Messiah the Prince, Daniel 9, 25. 
This was fulfilled to the letter in the so-called triumphal entry of Christ into Jerusalem just a few days before his crucifixion. Luke 19, 27 through 44. But then Daniel 9, 26 predicts an extended gap period prior to the final seven-year period called the 70th week of Daniel. Daniel 9, 26 and 27. During the gap period, when God's dated prophetic program for Israel is in effect put on hold, three things would take place as seen in Daniel 9, 26. We read there, and after 62 weeks, Messiah shall be cut off. But not for himself and the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood. Until the end of the war, desolations are determined. Note the three things. Number one, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself, fulfilled in the crucifixion of Christ. This is all happening in the gap period. Number two, and the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, fulfilled in the destruction of Jerusalem and the Jewish temple in AD 70 by the Romans, from whom the Antichrist will eventually emerge. He comes out of the revived Roman Empire. And then number three, the end of it shall be with a flood until the end of the war desolations are determined. Till the end of the war desolations are determined is more literally translated, quote, till the end shall be war, desolations are determined. Till the end shall be war, desolations are determined. The entire gap period in which we currently live will be characterized by war and its desolations for the land of Israel. Daniel pinpointed two specific events, one, the crucifixion, two, the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple, and then gave the general character of war that will characterize the remainder of the entire gap period for Israel. This is where we are. This will continue until finally a seven-year peace plan is negotiated with Israel. This will be a short-lived peace with Antichrist at the helm. There will be no peace for Israel until the Prince of Peace, the Lord Jesus Christ, comes. And there will be no peace for the individual until they know peace with God through faith in him. One more thing. None of this is happening by chance or accident. Three times in Daniel 9, the word determined is found, as seen in Daniel 9, 24, 26, and 27. None of this is left to chance. All is being and will be fulfilled in perfect accord with the determined plan of God. God remains sovereign and his purposes for Israel will be fulfilled. Pray seriously, love fervently, serve faithfully, live ready. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald signing off for now.